Welcome to Helping Challenging Children. This podcast is for adults who want to understand why children behave the way they do and how to support them to increase their ability to self-regulate and to become more independent. My name is Dr. Pat McGuire. I'm a developmental and behavioral pediatrician who and I have been working with these children for over 30 years, and I can tell you that with the right support, they all do great. So enjoy these podcasts, and hopefully you learn a little bit each time. Greetings. This is going to be a short podcast because it's the Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, I know most people are going to be on their way to visit family, although safely. So I'm going to talk about something that I saw recently, and it bothers me that it's still a problem, and that is gender bias and STEM. Now, I began my education in the fall of 1959, so yes, I am a little old. I was so ready for kindergarten and had been upset when I couldn't start as soon as I turned five. It turns out they don't let children start kindergarten in the middle of a school year. I was intrigued with all things educational. I love to read, write, do math, and get involved in science. My least favorite subject was history, which frustrated my father since that was his favorite subject. Now I have, I have learned to appreciate history since then because of all the history that goes into why our children are still struggling and how we can help them improve. Now, I don't know if it was because I was in a Catholic school from first through eighth grade, or I was just lucky in the teachers I ended up with, but I never felt any career was off limits to me. My father was my greatest supporter, in fact, for heading into medicine. When I was in second grade, I talked about wanting to be a nurse when I grew up. He counseled me that if I was going to do all that work, I should study to be a doctor. Now, this was not a put down of nurses. It was just saying that there was a lot of overlap in learning. So might as well go for the top uh, if you're going to have to work hard anyway. In those days, we didn't talk about STEM careers. Now, for those that don't know what STEM stands for, it's science, technology, engineering, and math. There were women going into these fields but frequently staying farther back than men, such as being science teachers, biology teachers, lab techs, and nurses. I think I was oblivious to gender inequality, although I was aware of the feminist movement with a push for women to enter male-dominated professions and get equal pay. I just didn't feel like I was experiencing it since I did well through high school with no one questioning my desire to go to medical school. I didn't have a problem in college either, but that may be due to my choosing a small liberal arts college over a university. I found many of my professors, mostly male, were totally supportive of my goals. The only female role model I had in college was an older lady in the biology department. I did not get into medical school the first time I tried, but ended up getting a job in a research surgery lab working on preservation fluids for heart transplants. Again, I was surrounded by males, 
but never felt as if I was considered inferior. In fact, the surgeon that led the lab encouraged me to apply to medical school again. And that time I got in. I think my class had between 20, 25% females, which was a high number at the time. Now it's more like a 50-50 split or slightly more females entering. There was only one time in medical school that I felt that there was gender bias and it was by a radiology resident. I did have female models as physicians, but I felt that some of them were bitter and fought for their opinions to be heard. They definitely had experienced gender bias. During residency, I dealt with a staff person who would pick on one new resident per incoming class to torment, and I was it in my class. But that wasn't gender biased, since his past history had many males too that he tormented. What I find interesting is I did end up going into a medical specialty that is highly female, namely pediatrics. I did subspecialize in developmental and behavioral pediatrics. So there was a bit of psychiatry added in, but that specialty also has been known to have more females than males. So after hearing my story, you probably are asking things if things have stayed the same or changed in the last 60 years. I would say yes, and not so much. Studies are showing that gender stereotypes still exist in STEM. Some studies look at children as young as two as becoming more aware of gender differences with a connection with careers coming not long after that. In a study just published as of November 30th, 2021, in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Science, the authors found that there is still a significant gender bias related to girls interested in STEM courses and careers. They found these beliefs in students as young as six years old. The beliefs were strongest in terms of computer sciences and engineering. There was still a gender bias by adolescents, although the biased beliefs were more prevalent for computers than engineering by the end of high school. I find this very telling since I have a daughter who went into computer sciences and she confirmed that it is quite a boys club. She also noted that many of the women who are in the field were not happy about the differences and felt like they weren't treated as equals. So far, my daughter hasn't had any major issues, which may also be influenced with the shift to remote work through the pandemic. She does feel like she is more able to show her skills if she is not in the office, which can also get distracting. In the Journal of Neuroscience from September 2019, researchers found that the gender gap in STEM representation starts early. By middle school, more than twice as many boys than girls intend to work in science or engineering related jobs. These differences continue through high school courses, particularly in computer sciences, engineering, and related subfields. For instance, although female U.S. high school students constitute 61% of AP bi biology courses, 52% of AP statistics, and 50% of AP chemistry, they only represent 23% of AP computer science, 
and 29% of AP physics students. And this came from the National Science Foundation in 2018. In college, these disparities increase. Five times more men than women report an attention to major in engineering and computer sciences. One change that has occurred is that the loss of women at the higher levels of education in STEM careers is not as prevalent now. So basically, if they manage to get through the BA part of college, most of them will continue on to the master's or PhD level or MD level. That means the biggest point of focus to help girls and women and to keep them in STEM is at the preschool to K-12 levels of school. We need to help at that young age for boys and girls to realize they are equally able to participate in STEM activities and STEM careers. My call to action for you is to look at your children, grandchildren, and any children who you may be caring for or teaching. Are the girls getting the same encouragement to explore STEM activities as the boys? Does your language endorse equality in potential for girls and boys? Are you providing small children with role models of both genders in different careers? Children believe what they see and hear. If they only see men doing certain careers and women doing other careers, they will believe that that is where each gender belongs in the workforce. Our society needs to have women equally presented in all careers. For goodness sake, men, women have been in war zones and fought in the forest fires in the West, so there shouldn't be a limitation based on gender. Find books that show women and men doing the same work and showing women as strong and capable. It is very empowering. Now, for those who need to find some books for adults that show this and like to read fiction and adventure novels, check out the Sam Riley book series. It is by Christopher Cartwright, which is C-A-R-T-W-R-I-G-H-T. Each of his novels highlight brilliant, competent women who also happen to look good, which also destroys the stereotype that women in STEM careers have to be ugly or plain looking. So as we go and get together with families and give Thanksgiving that we are together, think about how you can support the young ones in the family so that they can all reach their best potential. Have a good holiday. <music>